1: You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. We're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Ministry of Veterinary Group, where we're joined by our resident veteran Jane Pickett. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Jane.
0: Good afternoon Patricia. And you
1: are very welcome. A question still coming in. You can text or WhatsApp them to 0862 103 103. Anne has been on a small dog. Now she doesn't state what kind of a dog it is but it suffers quite a lot with constipation. What's the kind of long-term solution for a dog who suffers from constipation?
0: Mm, constipation can be a really tricky one and obviously we never like to see our pets stressed out trying to something as basic as doing their poos so it is something that needs managing long term there are a number of different causes of constipation in dogs and cats now sometimes similar to us it, it can just be dietary it can be that they're not getting enough fiber in their diet so there's not enough bulk to be able to let's say get things moving every day for them or it could be hydration related maybe they're not drinking enough water um, those kind of things are something to discuss with your vet to have a deeper chat about what pet eat every day What's their lifestyle like? Because it could be a very simple fix. What I will say, though, are there are a number of causes, particularly in older pets, of constipation. And some of them can be actually related to how well the the last part of the gut moves things along. Um, So sometimes we can have a hypomotile gut, so not moving as much as it should do can happen in dogs. A lot more common in cats where they get a larger kind of non-functional colon, so the last bit of the the gut, so they become kind of a constipated, they have a constipated appearance. so there are a number of things that can cause problems i suppose in dogs one of the most com- common things would be an obstruction and um, so whether that be let's say a-, a lump or a bump in an older pet that would be getting in the way of the poo coming out and sometimes that could be let's say for example in male dogs that can be related to the prostate and prostate enlargement is really common in older male dogs and um, but there can be a number of things going on some of them are very fixable very manageable with lifestyle adjustment and some of them i suppose depending on the situation might require more in-depth treatment or management or a deeper discussion with your vet what i would say is that it's best if you've noticed this is the recurring pattern for your pet and not just a one-off you really need to to pop to the vet have a little think before you go about well how often is this happening is there anything around those periods that seems to be triggering off the constipation or is it something constant uh, and when did that start yeah so you're kind of going into the vet have with as those, much those information in your head yeah yeah, and have a good chat with your vet about the passion. They'll probably need to do a full physical exam and it may be a case they might need to have it feel in the general area to make sure there's no lumps lump that might be getting in the way you might need dealing with. Um, it really depends on what's causing it as regards what the treatment might be. But most vets in that situation, unless there was an obvious uh, issue with the gut itself, sometimes will prescribe laxatives to help soften the stool, hydrate the stool and get things moving. But what I will say is it's probably best not to try something over the counter um, in our pets so i know a lot of the time the temptation is to get get something from the pharmacist to use on your pet and I, I really wouldn't recommend that and i know there are lots of things available over the counter i would really recommend going to your vet as a first port of call because the medications that we can prescribe for your pet is laxatives we know are really effective in that species and we know they're dosing really effectively but it also means that you're in safe hands that if laxative aren't appropriate for your pet that you won't be going down the wrong road
1: so, really okay. you're a your vet involved in this. Okay, one. And, and our apologies to anybody having lunch at the moment, but we're staying on bowel movements because another listener has the <laughs> opposite problem. Her eight year old Shih Tzu has very loose stools. And this is just something that's cropped up uh, the last couple of days. Is there anything I could give her? Do I need to be worried in any way?
0: Okay, um, I suppose. Loose stools over the course of a lifetime. Um, dogs being dogs and dogs eating silly things can happen. I think there's very few dogs out there that might not have had a runny poo or two. That said, if it's happening for a number of days or if your pet seems in any way unwell in themselves, that's the time to go to the vet. It could be something simple, similar to our constipation. It could be something simple in dietary. So has there been a diet change in the last few days or in the last few weeks, something that might have upset the gut flora and caused them to create a looser stool? Or has your dog or cat eaten something really, particularly special that might have really upset it. And the the main culprits for that would be big, fatty foods. Um, And I think with the fine weather we've had here, let's say that we might've all had the barbecues out if they've eaten something really fatty. Sometimes that can cause a looser stool afterwards. Um, As well as lots of tummy pain, I wouldn't recommend it can be something like a little bug that they've picked up whether that be a bacteria or a virus similar to us you know sometimes we catch tummy bugs it could be something simple it may just need to run its course but same rules apply if it's going on for more than two days or if your pet seems in any way unwell then you need to get that, to get that checked out there are some rarer causes of loop.
1: okay we're having a problem uh, no we've lost uh, we've lost Jane there. Can I see if I can? Are you there, Jane? Are you back with us?
0: I'm there. Yeah, you're can there. Hear me.
1: Sorry, yeah, you're back with us. You're saying that there, there can be some rare, some more serious issues for a loose stool.
0: There can be. So we can have inflammation in the gut and um, that can cause more serious problems with the gut or even lumps and bumps in the gut that can result in diarrhea so if it's something that's lasting for more than a few days it's really not something to be kind of ignored and I think it's a difficult thing to ignore anyway loose poo everywhere creates quite the mess but I just will be don't be tempted to just you know you know ignore it entirely particularly when you have a pet with a few years on the clock, eight, nine years old, we'd fall into the kind of geriatric category. It's really just best to get checked with pet so that we're not missing something early that we might be able to manage and help them out with now. Um, But as I say, common things are common. It's most likely a tummy upset. Yeah,
1: and it'll pass in in a day or two. Okay, Mary Mm -hmm. is on. Uh, Her Jack Russell is due to have puppies soon. Great excitement in the house. Jane says, uh, "Our Mary says, how should I set up a safe space for her to have the puppies? She shares the utility room with our female collie, Dog. Also, is there any extra nutritional needs to help her through this pregnancy?
0: Okay, so congratulations on the imminent new arrivals. What I will say is you're going to have your work cut out. You know, having having a litter of puppies is no mean feat, both for the mum, but also the household that you're raising them in. So now is really the time before they arrive and you still have some time on your hands to really get yourself informed. So I suppose what I would suggest with starting off and creating a nice safe space is make sure it's big enough that the that your dog will be able to lie out fully and stretch its legs out fully on its side so that when she's whelping that she has nice comfortable area but also when she is feeding the puppies that she has a nice area to stretch out in and that she's not cramped on top of the pups make sure it's really well padded and with nothing abrasive so nothing like saw chips or straw or anything like that it needs to be nice comfy sheets nice comfy beds okay but a nice big flat area is really really important it's important to create some kind of an entrance to it as well not just just have it be in room so that if you're entering or exiting there's kind of a barrier between you and her and her puppies and she knows that you're not always going to be just going straight to her and that's one thing I'd suggest is really resist the temptation to interfere with mother nature unless you have to so once the puppies are out safely and it seems to be drinking keep an eye on them but from afar don't be tempted to go in and rub all the puppies and put your scent all over them because that will disrupt the bonding experience there's a lot of things to know about whelping so what I suggest is that's a good start but you really need to start reading some reputable There's lots of information online some good some bad maybe have your own local vet so that they're aware that your dog is about to whelp and they'll be able to point you to some information either they have in-house or some that's available to them Um, But really having a chat with your own vet, making everybody aware of the situation is critical, particularly if you if she's a first time mum and you're a first time uh, dog owner having having a litter of pups. It's also really important to make sure that they're fed a high calorie diet. So either a whelping diet from beforehand. So from right now, pretty much. um, Or else a puppy food is a good substitute. But again, speak to your vet though and kind of suitable for a soon-to-be new mother um, dog but nutrition is super important to make sure they have enough energy themselves but also enough energy to produce milk so i think it's time to get reading but best of
1: luck it's a very exciting okay time. listen jane thank you for that have a lovely week and we'll chat again next thursday you too thank thanks you, for jane. that that is jane pickett of the islandwood veterinary hospital in newmarket part of the mill street uh, veterinary uh, group